twilight of the gods nears. Brother will kill brother. Families will be sundered by murder. Four ages are afoot. An axe age, a sword age, where shields are cloven. A wind age, a wolf age, where the world falls. No one shall be spared. Welcome to Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion RPG podcast. Prepare for adventure. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so! DungeonCrate.com Let the adventure begin! After the talk with her father, Trixie needed another drink. She turned to leave the balcony but found her path blocked by the profile of a pale, beautiful woman dressed all in black. Her thin lips were pursed in a sour expression and she appeared to be staring blankly at not in front of her. For a moment, Trixie said nothing, but when the other woman gave no indication of moving or breaking the silence, she began to speak. Um, hello? Another moment passed in silence, and just as Trixie was about to simply move past the woman, the stranger finally spoke. Her voice was a soft, raspy whisper that seemed to almost echo. The words should have been lost within the din of the feast, but instead, they sounded as if she were mere inches from Trixie's ear in the privacy of a quiet tomb. The deaths for which you mourn, godling, past and future, were inevitable. Fimblewinter, Fargo, Forgone, Fargon. How far will you go, Beatrix, Loki's daughter? While the cold, slightly snarky words sent shivers down her spine, Trixie's irreverent side couldn't help but put in its own two cents. She thought to herself, great, just what I need, another friggin' oracle. However, out loud, Trixie said, yeah, well, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Then she gave an exasperated sigh. For crying out loud, doesn't anyone ever just say what they mean these days? What the hell do you want from me, lady? Her frustration and anger were rising to the surface once again this evening, yet Trixie's anger was nothing compared to the cold fury her outburst garnered. 
The dour expression on the pale stranger's countenance contorted into a snarl, and she whipped her head around to face Trixie. The new visage in front of her was the stuff of nightmares. Half the woman's face was the pale, delicate features she had first encountered, but the half that had been hidden from her was the face of a corpse. Sunken, rotting flesh clunked to sharp bones around a gaping, empty eye socket. The moist, putrid hollow was a cavernous ruin, echoed by the triangular void that was the necrotic remains of a nose. A mouth twisted in cruel bitterness hung with tattered bits of flesh on the one side, exposing gumless teeth within the desiccated casket of an almost bare jawbone. Without thinking, Trixie took a hasty step back and exclaimed, Whole crap, your hell. You dare mock me? The goddess hissed, her one eye burning with white-hot anger. Trixie threw up her hands in a non-confrontational gesture. Fuck no. I had no idea who you even were. I swear. I mean, literally, I swear. A lot. When I said hell, I meant H-E-L-L, not capital H-E-L. Now, most people would have then stated that they meant no disrespect, but Trixie, in all honesty, couldn't say that. She knew very well she was being disrespectful to a goddess. She just hadn't realized which goddess she was being disrespectful to. If she had, she would have toned it down some. No one in their right mind deliberately insults the mistress of Helheim to her face. No one. Her protestations, while straightforward, were more explanatory rather than apologetic, an observation not lost on Hell. The goddess closed the distance between them, coming within a foot of her much younger half-sister. Do you fear death, godling? She rasped, emphasizing the words with the decaying side of her face. Trixie swallowed nervously, but replied in a steady voice, Yes and no. She tried not to flinch under the cold, intense gaze of her grotesque sibling, Hell gave a sneering laugh, leaning a little bit closer. Or is it only the face of death you fear, my pretty little godling? Death is all around you if you have eyes to see it. Perhaps I should open your eyes. Would you like that? Would you like to see the death that is all around you? And the deaths to come? The shock and awe were wearing off, and Trixie was so over the intimidation tactics. You sought me out, Hell. What is it you want from me? This is a night for gifts, and I have a present for you, sister. She replied with sardonic mirth. It's only fair, since your failures will increase my kingdom immeasurably. Trixie blanched at the cruelty of her words. What a bitch. 
She was about to say thanks, but no thanks, when Hell snatched her wrist in one of her icy talons. Cold pain seared through her. She cried out, Ah! What the hell? And ripped the arm from the goddess's grip. Trixie went to grasp the injured flesh and was surprised to find a delicate bracelet of bones encasing her wrist where corpse face had held her. Trixie glared at Hell. Time to open your eyes, little sister. Hell smiled gruesomely. You shall have to tell me how you like the view when next we meet. And with that, she turned and drifted back into the crowd. As guardians parting about her like ripples in water, they gave her wide berth. Trixie tried in vain to dislodge the gothic accessory, but could find no latch. God damn it! She cursed under her breath. Or rather, damn goddess, she thought to herself. Friggin' hell. Trixie was going to need a lot more than one drink at this rate. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here from Creative Plan Podcast Network. And I've got a friend here that some of you may know if you go around the steampunk circles or the conventions. I'm joined by Madame Askew and a few of her lady friends. Hello! It's so delightful to be here. Welcome into 2016, Madame Askew. I heard you time-traveled all the way back from the Victorian era. I did, and I'm glad to know what year it is because I heard it was the new year, but I wasn't sure what new year I was in, because last I knew I was in 1886. So, fantastic. 2016, and you still have tea. How delightful. We have plenty of tea, the water we have shortages on. Oh, no, that's dreadful. (laughs) Have you been wringing it out of people who are laboring for you? Because really, if you have serfs, the best thing to do is wring out their clothes for the excess moisture, and then once you boil it for tea, you're fine. Well, we'll definitely have to work on that one. We have been wringing out the tea bags to get every last drop out. Excellent. Well, that was very good then. It's part of the new reuse, repurpose. Oh, recycle. Yes. Oh, and that doesn't mean cycling on a bone shaker. (laughs) How exciting. Well, it's very good to be here. Thank you for asking me to join you. So 2016, since you're in this new century, in this new year, I should say, Is there any special event that you're here for? Well, actually there is. I have come specifically, as many people do, on a long journey to join many friends, delightful creatures, one and all, at the Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention in the environs of the Tucson in Arizona. 
Now that would be the old Tucson, not the new Tucson, right? That's right. It's a, it's an older part. They actually call it Old Tucson, and then they they refer to it as a studio, which confuses me because it looks like a village. But you know, I mean, there are buildings there and people living there and doing things and cowboys, which are very charming. Stunt shows. Oh yeah, the cowboys are like they shoot at each other and then one of them falls off the wall or a roof and they're screaming and it's exciting and then I'm twitterpated and then one of my hairpins falls out of my hair and then somehow he gets back up. It's it's a miraculous. That is that is amazing. So uh, what your old Tucson for the Wild Wild West Con? What are you, what are you planning on doing? Oh well, I mean, I will be. Tea dueling. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There will be a great deal of tea dueling all over Wild West Con. We pride ourselves on having the most tea dueling of any convention I've heard of. And we do Western tea dueling. Wasn't someone killed last year with the gunpowder tea? There was an explosion, loss of limbs. There was poisoning by our dear. Prussian. Oh, yes. The Prussian tea duelist is, he is so fearsome. I tell you, there's no one for tea dueling like our German brethren who come so far from the Black Forest, from Schwabish land, from Prussia. They come from everywhere and they bring with them occasionally, you know, little accessories for tea dueling. And in the case of the Prussian, his honor being very great, he usually adds poison that only activates if he loses at his tea duel, which seems to happen with tremendous frequency. So we're always having to cure him. It's terrible. <laughs> well, sometimes you need that extra edge to, to calm the nerves. Well, and it certainly uh, unnerves his opponents who are afraid that he might be poisoning him. But we watch our biscuits very closely. So I, I did notice our uh, production staff's being served tea by some lovely ladies you brought that are very colorful. Oh, oh, you mean, you mean those ladies? Hello! Hi! It's the chemist tea girl! That's right, and we brought tea! We brought conformity, passivity, tractability, and positivity. Yes! As long as you didn't bring serenity. Well, on that. And we're trying to work on docility, but it's uppity. And we can't have so that. we can't have that. Oh dear, yes. no. They, they are so. a lovely group of ladies. Yes. They are, and, and they know their teas and their chemistry, as you might imagine. Yes, join the infusion. Drink, Drink the, tea. the tea. And who would the, the chemistry girls be? Oh, sugar, spice. Nice. Oh, and nice. Sorry. She, she's serving tea right now, I see, through the window. Oh, hello, nice. Oh, she's so delightful. I love. Oh, she's a I'm vision. Nice. She's a vision. Oh, oh, you're not really that you're, nice. You're not really that nice. No, I can attest to <laughs> oh. that. Oh, but, but you have you have a very nice sense of fashion, though, I you must know, say. When we had our, in last year's Wild Wild West Con Championship, we had one of our own candidates. She drank the tea. Oh, that's, that's true. Perhaps though. this year we shall win all and take over the world, starting with Wild Wild West Con. We're certainly going to do our best. I don't know if you can get past the German defense, though. Maximum Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I do hope that many of our listeners will join us at Wild West Con. Not only will the beautiful chemist tea girls be there serving tea yeah. and and amusement. Yes. Well, it's rumored we we are we may be there. Oh, you might be there. But you might not recognize us. Oh, incognito. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're laying the groundwork for our, our army's ladies auxiliary. Yes. So, so if anyone has questions to join the ladies auxiliary, should they reach out to you? Well, reach out to the Chemistry Girls Facebook page. The Countenance Tome. <laughs> oh, how delightful. The Countenance Tome. tome. And now that's Chemistry. That's Chemist-T-E-A. Girls. Chemistry. Girls and <laughs> Madame Askew is quite good friends with them. So, if it, for some reason you have a hard time spelling T and a much easier time spelling Askew, <laughs> I'm sure that we can lead you to them or vice versa. Excellent. And I hope to see you guys at Wawa Westcon. I've already got my tickets, they're available online. That's right. You can get an aristocrat pass, which will lead you to more time with Madame Askew and possibly the Chemist Tea Girls. Act quickly, though. Those are going fast. Yes, they yes. are. They, they do, do include some lovely entertainments in the evening and then there are our wonderful weekend passes and um, individual concert passes as and well. Individual dates. And for many of those hard-working folks that would rather help to get in the door rather than buy tickets with currency, volunteers are always accepted. Absolutely. Wild West Con loves their volunteers and provides a great many perks for them. One may find out more about volunteering on the Wild West Con website or you may contact me, Madame Askew, and I will connect you with the volunteer coordinator. Yes, you can even volunteer for Madame Askew's tea dueling. That's true. I do have one or two spots left on the tea team. And if you love tea as much as we do, then that might be the home for you. And we're such delightful people, if oh, I do say so myself. I think it's all of your... um the positivity. The positivity. Exactly. That must be it. Yes, the positivity, not the tractability. No. <laughs> well, Madame Askew and the Chemistry Girls, I'd Just like to... Just a spoonful of conformity? And a spoonful of sugar makes conformity go down. Oh, I'm sorry. I, don't oh, okay. I definitely want to thank you guys for coming down today. I have to go check on my players because the ones that drink the tea are acting very peculiar outside. <laughs> oh, they look so, um... Passive. Indeed. Conforming, even. Well, they all seem to be turning the same color. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. And remember, join Drink. the infusion. Drink, Drink the, the tea. tea. And always, guys. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Jim from Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok podcast, and the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And I'd just like to say, thank you for listening, and may fate always be on your side.